Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. A continuación, Voces en Acción, el programa comunitario que informa a la comunidad latina. Voces en Acción, la verdad en acción. Voices in Action, the truth in action. Now, con ustedes, Jenny Ibarra. This is Jenny from Voces en Acción. First Financial Bank can help those who wish to purchase their own home but do not have a social security. Their IT and home loan can be a perfect option for those in that situation. They're able to be reached and they can help you at 936-439-8300. That number is 936-439-1800. The American dream, it is at the reach with First Financial Bank. First Financial Bank It is an equal housing lender, member of FIDC. Hola, soy yo, Jenny, de Voces en Acción, y vamos a hablar sobre nuestro patrocinador, First Financial Bank. First Financial Bank le puede ayudar a quienes desean comprar su propia casa, pero no tienen un número de seguro social. El préstamo hipotecario de ITN puede ser una opción perfecta para quienes están en esta situación. Estamos aquí para ayudarles, y los puede contactar al 936 439 1800. El número es 936-439-1800. El sueño americano está al alcance con First Financial Bank. Prestamista de vivienda adquisitiva, miembro FIDC. Buenas tardes, buenos días, buenas noches, donde quiera que usted esté nuevamente Jenny Rosales aquí para traerle la información correcta acerca de las cosas que están pasando en la comunidad y hoy específicamente hablar sobre temas que son muy profundos, temas que nos afectan a todos y a nuestras familias y que quizás nosotros no ponemos atención y vamos a hablar sobre eso, vamos a hablar con, una, con la señora Marcela Herrera, Ella es la directora del programa de Canopy, que es un centro de sobrevivientes de cáncer, así que vamos a tener mucha información hoy día sobre eso y al mismo tiempo vamos a tener más acceso a lo que podemos como hispanos nosotros hacer para poder ayudar como voluntarios o por si tenemos algún familiar llevarlos para que se traten en el centro. Um, good afternoon, good day, whatever you are, Jenny Rosales, Voces en Acción again, bringing you the latest information in regards to everything that goes in around our communities and especially Montgomery County. And um, I have a special guest today, Miss Marcela Herrera. She's the program manager of uh, Canopy. Uh, survivor Center of the Woodlands at the Memorial Hermann of the Woodlands. So we're going to talk directly to her in regards to everything that is going on. How can we help her? How can we bring our loved ones to her? You know, what is that they do? She's so well informed and I know that we're going to have a nice show. Before that, I would like to thank First Financial Bank. Thank you for being with us, French Furniture. I'm going to give you a shout out. And I'm just going to say, they've been with us since 1989 and they're producing 
all type of assistance of financial services for our community since then. And uh, if you need to, knock, to talk to them, please call them. It's going to be 936-439-1800. 936-439-1800. You can reach them. You can talk to Miss Parks. You can talk to Miss um, Susie Woods. Anybody that is in that is in your line of field that you're looking for, they will be able to assist you. And if you're looking for a house and you don't have a social security, First Financial Bank has a program and it's a, it's a ITIN number. That means if you have an ITIN number, you have done taxes, they will be able to assist you to get a loan up to $400,000. So reach them. They will be able to talk to you again. Call them on 936-439-1800. Quiero darle las gracias a First Financial Bank por estar con nosotros, por, su, por apoyarnos, por confiar en nosotros antes de comenzar con la señora Marcela. Y es que ustedes pueden hablar con ellos, ellos se encargan de las necesidades financieras de 1989 hasta la fecha y nunca nos han fallado. Están creando programas para la comunidad hispana. La señora Susie Woods, la vicepresidenta de financiamiento, ella puede hablar con usted. Si usted tiene un ITIN number y no tiene seguro social y está en procesos de migración, ella le puede ayudar a usted a conseguir su casa si eso es lo que usted desea. Llámela, 936 439-1800, 936-439-1800. Gracias por estar con nosotros. Thank you, First Financial Bank. Miss Herrera, God bless you. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> we're crossing paths and we're trying to always, I've been trying to bring you because cancer is such a deep subject in within my community. And anything that it has to do with cancer, I'm very self-aware of where it is. Um, I had a scare one time, and I'm just, you know, about breast cancer. That. And thanks the Lord, it's clear. I keep doing my, you know, my search, my, my mammograms, mammograms mm -hmm. and keep, you know, active. And at least I know where to go to. But there's so many people in our community that they don't know what to do, whether they're Hispanics or they're Americans. They don't know that there's this amazing program of Canopy that will guide them help them, assist them, just because their patients are they're surviving, they're trying to survive, okay? And I really thank you, Linda Nelson, all the staff in the in the Memorial Herman of the Woodlands, and your, your, your whole staff as well that is working for it. Thank you so much. Thank you for uh, your acknowledgement. I appreciate que, that. Le digo las gracias porque la señora Herrera está trabajando constantemente con la comunidad tópicos tan fuertes como el cáncer es de lo más ligado a cualquiera de nosotros. Nosotros todos tenemos alguien que tuvo cáncer o que tiene cáncer. Alguien que fue tocado por eso. Alguien que murió por eso. Todos tenemos. Ya no hay una persona en una familia que no puede decir que no ha tenido un contacto con una persona con cáncer. Y realmente el cáncer te mata si no lo, si lo consejas a tiempo. Y si eres ignorante o no quieres cuidarte, hay prevención para esto. Entonces, el Canopy of the Woodlands está el Canopy en el, en el hospital de Memoria Germán de the Woodlands está creado para ayudar a los sobrevivientes, a las personas que están trabajando con el cáncer, que están tratando de, de erradicar esa, esa enfermedad de su cuerpo. Entonces, vamos a hablar con ella para que nos explique cómo trabaja eso. Y le doy las gracias a ella, a la señora Linda Nelson y a todo el staff de Memorial Herman of the Woodlands y al staff de la señora Herrera, que son voluntarios la mayoría, 
que quieren ayudar a las personas con cáncer. Vamos a hablar de eso. Miss Herrera, let us talk first because we were noisy. We want to know how do you got there? Are you married? You have any kids? You know, Hispanic for me. You know, you're Hispanic, so you know how it is. Sure. Uh, so I'm Marcella Herrera. I'm the program manager at Canopy, as Jenny said. Mm -hmm. I am happily married of 10 years to my husband, Andrew, and mm -hmm. we share a almost three-year-old son. Uh, this month is his birthday and two dogs, um, so a golden doodle and a mini schnauzer. Uh -huh. uh, I spent 12 years of my career in child welfare. So Child welfare, child so welfare. you were with CPS? I did, I was a prog uh, wow. conservatorship program director over the legal side of CPS, covering uh -huh. eight counties in the greater Houston area. Oh my God! <laughs> Ella está casada con Sir Andrew, tiene 10 años, tiene un bebé de tres años, casi Casi tres años, almost he'll, three years. Right? Be three. Así, mm -hmm. Va a cumplir tres años y tienen dos perritos. Y ella ha trabajado la, antes de llegar al Canopy por muchos años con el, el servicio de protección al menor del gobierno. O sea, que trabajó con el gobierno en la parte legal del, para, y, y obedecía, o sea, cubría ocho condados. O sea, que eh, eight counties, that's a lot of work. <laughs> Girl, you were all over the place. It uh, was all over the place, um, but it was uh, a huge blessing to be a part of the state of Texas in that capacity for as long as I was. Um, the I, w I was in adoption prior to that, and then I, I fell into conservatorship, and it was just a wonderful place to be. It was hard. It was challenging. I was also on the human trafficking task force here, and the, I regularly sat in on the child fatality reviews. Um, so... There were a lot of hard components of that job, but exactly. it also taught resiliency. We were able to um, really, really make a difference in the lives of families, which is what our number one priority was, was to keep children safe and at home when possible. Exactly. Ella dice que trabajó en la parte de conservadores, en la parte de, de, de oh my God, la parte de víctimas de tráfico. Ella trabajó también con la parte de eh, lo que son eh, este, con adopciones. Entonces, Trabaja, trabaja directamente con las familias y trabajar directamente con cada una de ellas y ver las partes malas y las partes buenas y mantener la unión familiar, que es lo principal, que el bebé vuelva a su casa. Es lo que quieren en CPS y eso es lo que ella estaba tratando de hacer. Y de ahí, antes de eso, eso es lo que hacía. Y that's, you know, kudos to you because I won't be able to work like that. And then now you came How do you? I, you know, um, I'm gonna be, to I'm that. gonna be really honest with you. It was a very difficult decision because I, de I dedicated my entire work and life since college to child welfare, um, but I had my son. He was still new, so I'm baby. at Canopy for almost two years now, and um, my son was a, a little one, and I knew that I would continuously put my job first because exactly. there were so many children that did not have what my son had at home. Okay. You know, he didn't, so. he, my son has just a wonderful support system between our families. And, um, I knew that I would consistently choose work over him and I had to make a really hard decision to transition. And, um, I think it was just such a blessing that I found can and kind of stumbled upon canopy because I hadn't really been looking, Um, for too long, but I thought, oh, well, you know, let me see what this is about. And it was actually posted as a, a, a different type of position. And I went in and I saw what Canopy was and I thought, my goodness, pinch me. <laughs> you just have to pinch me. And Linda Nelson, as you mentioned, is just <sighs> so wonderful. 
And um, so she's my direct boss, and it's just been Linda such was an the one who told me, have you heard of her yet? I'm like, yeah, she's coming to my show. Don't worry, Linda. I, I got you, Linda. It's been, it's been a long time coming. I know you and I, we met a while ago, and we've said we were going to make this happen, so I'm so glad we finally are. Um, but it was just a, a huge transition, but at the same time, it still um, requires a similar skill set because we are still dealing with, um, you know, a, a difficult journey. Exactly, that families exactly. Are going, on. going to almost about to be losing a person, you know, right. very sensitive right. topics, you know. Exactly. Right, and my background is really in program development and management exactly. and training, and exactly. it just really fell into Canopy quite nicely. And um, so we because you were having that tenderness that that family union and family guidance from CPS brought you into this. That's, That's true. years of seeing tears of so many families and it, then it now did. you're seeing the same thing now so you're able to kind of like transition added, easily to that it added a little bit of a layer of desensitization you exactly know, just, um but at the same time you don't lose compassion no you don't all, at all at all mm -hmm. um but it was definitely what was required for the Ella position dice que la transición de trabajar con cps a canopy fue grande pero que ella tenía que tomar la decisión porque ella tenía un bebé entonces cuando estaba trabajando con CPS, ella todo el tiempo estaba afuera, no tenía tiempo para estar con su familia. Y ella dice que tuvo que tomar la decisión grande, pero al mismo tiempo como que Dios le dio la guía, porque llegó allí y al llegar allí, dice que se peñizcame, porque pensó que no iba a conseguir algo así. Eh, al principio fue como reaccionar y decir, eh, no estoy muy segura, no sé, y era una posición que quizás ella no era, la, no era la que pensaba, cuando llegó y vio eso, dijo, no, esto es lo que yo quiero. También ve la parte humana donde ella puede relacionarse con las víctimas de cáncer porque ya vio el dolor en los niños, en los tráficos, en todas las cosas. Ya el dolor de ella, ella había sido sensible y al mismo tiempo bien humana y sabía que esto le gustaría porque podría ayudar de otro, de otro tipo de aspecto. Ella se encarga de entrenar al personal a los voluntarios, a las personas que trabajan con ella, porque cuando llega una persona con cáncer al departamento, tienes que tener un poco de sensibilidad, tienes que entender lo que esa persona, su cuerpo, su alma y su, su mente está pasando. Y muchos de nosotros no entendemos esa parte, entonces ella tiene que entrenar al staff, tiene que entrenar a las personas. Y la jefa de ella, la señora Linda Nelson, que la conozco yo, una persona increíble, este, le ha hecho más más abierto el espacio donde ella puede, ha podido aprender y, y conocer cada pequeña cosa en el, en el campo de la ciencia y al mismo tiempo adaptar eso en su trabajo. That's amazing. You guys have a good team. Linda Nelson and you guys have a good team. Now, I went and I did a walkthrough. I mm -hmm. did it with LMC mm -hmm. and I was, oh my God, I was in tears um, because I feel that, you know, You never know what's going to happen or how you're going to develop your life. But I have close friends that have been going through that, that, you know, have um, that diagnosed either, you know, breast cancer or prostate cancer or, you know, kidney cancer or pancreas cancer. You mm -hmm. never know what's going to happen. And the suffering of these humans are incredible. I have seen two um, other organizations that are helping, but they don't know that they're able to branch with you. So that's what I brought you over here. Thank you. And uh, so we can start from the registration point all the way to how what you know the, the specific programs that you have. 
Sure. And canopy has, I'm sorry, cancer has impacted my family personally. And I've seen firsthand what it can do. It just completely disrupts your life. Completely. And um, is an all-time shock factor and really makes you rethink priorities. And uh, we have 56 volunteers at Canopy, and we're primarily volunteer-led aside from myself. We have an oncology nurse navigator uh, named Shernette Cheryl. And oncology nurse navigator. That's mm-hmm. nice. Go ahead. Yeah, and, uh, and an oncology licensed clinical social worker named Kate okay. Mahan. You talk to her for five minutes and everything's okay in the world. But um, the majority of our volunteers... Aside from Kate, Shernette, and I, um, who are staff, have been impacted by cancer in some way. Exactly. So um, they've either been patients and survivors, or they've been caregivers, or have lost a loved one, or imp- have been impacted to be really passionate about this cause. And I think that really makes a difference um, with the support that they're able to provide other families that are impacted by cancer. Okay. Ella dice que eh, en la familia de ella también ha tenido cancer. Y eso también lo ha visto. Entonces, eso también todos estamos impactados de una u otra forma. Ella lo, lo vivió. Y dice que eso también le ha ayudado mucho a entender el dolor humano. Entender cómo, cómo trabajar con las personas que son más de 56 voluntarios que trabajan con ella día a día, ayudándolos, porque son voluntarios. Realmente en el staff son como cuatro o cinco personas, de las cuales tienen una, una enfermera oncóloga trabajando directamente, una enfermera que se especializa en cáncer y tienen una trabajadora social oncóloga también que trabaja especializada en lo que es la ramificación social de lo que es el cáncer y cómo puede ayudar para resistir o qué, qué recursos hay para poder ayudar al paciente. Y dice que hablar con esa persona es tener paz individual porque te ayuda no solamente como trabajadora social, sino te guía durante el proceso. Entonces, es que ella, lo, ver ella y las, las trabajadoras de ella permanentes y los voluntarios, tratar de sacar el alma a una persona o ayudar a una persona es grandísimo. Eso es mar, maravilloso para ella. So, basically, at this point, it's, it's, it's something that you will say, it's not a job anymore. It's more like a loving environment that you go to every day. It's, it's a second home, exactly. you know, for me. It's a home away from home for many of our guests that walk through our door, all of our visitors and patients and family members. Um, so we are a caring community of hope that provides just the finest education, resources, support. Um, we have over 45 unique programs that we offer, mm-hmm. which equivalent to um, between 90 and 100 different activities a month. Okay. So there's definitely something for everyone. Tiene 45 programas. Significa que entras, ellos trabajan con el paciente, con la familia del paciente, con las personas allegadas, y al mismo tiempo tienen 45 programas para que el paciente pueda trabajar, pueda crecer emocionalmente, pueda aceptar su enfermedad, pueda conocer más acerca de su enfermedad. Okay, this is so cool because, you know, you go in, you're sick, you don't know anything about cancer, and out of the blue, after being with you for a couple of weeks or whatever is the time that you guys accept them, they're able to understand what's going on with their body. They're able to understand what, you know, you know how it's going to increase or how it's going to decrease depending on the type of treatment, things like that. Is that that's what you guys guide them through? So, and actually, yes, and there's... Um, actually not really a referral process. So we accept all walk-ins. Really? Uh, we are open Monday through Thursday from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Monday and Friday from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. So if you've been newly diagnosed or if you know someone who has been impacted by cancer, come bring them on in for coffee or tea. 
and get to know what our programs are and our services. We'll have a wonderful volunteer greet you. Um, we also will receive patients minutes after they've been diagnosed, okay. and many of our guests um, have been midway or years beyond their survivorship journey, mm-hmm. uh, only because survivorship starts day one of diagnosis and, and lasts for the rest of your life. Okay. Um, so and then is uh, this is bounded by health insurance, so self-pay? So all of our services are completely free to anyone impacted by any type of cancer, no matter where they so are receiving it's treatment. free, no matter where they're receiving treatment. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. So I this just, is incredible. I just had a social worker come into um, Canopy the other day, and she said, you're a social worker's dream. And honestly, we don't usually, we hear it from the guest perspective. We hear it from other professionals that we work with. Um, we see it through referrals of how many individuals are walking through our door to receive support. But um, the way she had put it, she was like, you know, a lot of organizations are tied by insurance. So we want it. We want to help because there are so many compassionate individuals out there, but they may be bound by insurance or timeframes or any of those things that could impact, impact. service. And um, she said, but not here. Not here. You come day one or you come... You know, you've been in remission for 15 years and you still come because you um, are also a beacon of hope to mm-hmm. those to that those have that been I... through cancer. But also whenever you go for your scans or your checkups or you still have that fear there. You've been through a yeah, lot. Hello. I know. Absolutely. Don't. By first time, I know it. And I'm, it's scary. And mm-hmm. I keep receiving, you know, messages. Do you need to come back again? Do you need to, you know, and you're like. Am I afraid what? of going exactly. to again to so they can see that it's grown or it hasn't grown and that your, your mind starts mm-hmm. really getting into it, you know, so it's really, really hard. It is really mm-hmm. hard. And, you know, I did, had not only lived it myself, but my father had cancer, prostate. My sister had brain cancer. So I, it is like, hello. You're definitely you know, on I, alert. On alert. <laughs> exactly. You know what it is. Um, el centro es gratuito para todas las personas que necesiten que hayan sido diagnosticados con cáncer, cualquier tipo de cáncer que sea, y que sean tratados por otros, personas, otros doctores o otras personas, ellos, ustedes pueden venir al centro y ser tratados, evaluados, eh, les dicen todo, les ayudan y todo es gratuito. Esto es el sueño de cualquier paciente que no tiene cómo ni con qué. Y quiero que sepan que en la comunidad hispana el porcentaje de cáncer es grandísimo. Y hay muchos muchachos, muchas muchachas, muchos jóvenes, muchos padres de familia que están sufriendo de cáncer en estos momentos y ni siquiera saben que el canopy, pueden vivir aquí en Conro, está en la esquina y ellos pueden ir y atenderse y ver los servicios Hablar con una consejera, hablar con un doctor o una, una enfermera que le puede decir, no, toma este medicamento, este es mejor para ti. O mira, agarramos este tratamiento, vamos a ayudarte con esto. Y gratis, se cobra por todo. Aquí en el canopy no se cobra. How do you guys do this for free? You guys have to have donors, galas, everything, because it's like that's the only way. So uh, we are primarily funded, <coughs> excuse me, by In the Pink of Health. So they are one of our largest contributors. In the peak of health. Okay. And they were actually, so it's a committee of women that are dedicated to raising awareness 
and providing education That's where you go to do my mammogram every year. Exactly, so exactly. So um, education, support, technology, mm-hmm. and they will um, support other organizations such as Canopy by providing funding. Okay. Um, we also, um, we have a generous sponsorship as well and multiple private donors and third-party fundraisers. We don't have any specific fundraisers just for Canopy. The government doesn't assist you guys? We don't. No, it's completely based on philanthropic dollars. We just have such a wonderful... We are. 501c3? That's right. Perfect. Yeah, we fall under the Memorial Herman Foundation. Exactly. And we are just so wonderfully supported by our community. I like to say that we were built by our community, for our community, because you've walked through our doors. Yes, I did. And I mean, even listening to the story of how we originated exactly. was just so incredible because we had basically a, a volunteer custom home builder, Mary Ross, come in and donate her time and talents for an entire year to make she Canopy did, look the way the it way, does. The way the Canopy looks, I would love to say that it's my living room, my dining room, my car. <laughs> you feel like you're at home and you don't right. feel that you're in a hospital. Right. And then not only that, the welcoming, the careness. You even have a, a place for women that have going through chemotherapy mm-hmm. so they can get wigs if they want to get wigs. You have so many resources that people don't even know. And that's something that I love it. You know, thank you, Marcela. You guys are doing, as again, thank I keep thank you, thank you. I'm going to do 20 we times. We can't thank do you. it without our community. Because if it wasn't, for, that's why I say working for the community, donating your talents and donating your time. And if you have money, donating your money, it makes a difference it's to a lot time. of human beings mm-hmm. that have been. How many patients do you see throughout the year? So, I, a global. Okay. Just, you don't have to be specific. Sure. So um, we are anywhere between 10,000 and 11,000 guest encounters a year. Okay. Señores, si ustedes no se despiertan, nadie se va a despertar. Y se lo voy a decir sinceramente. El Canopy están atendiendo alrededor entre 10,000 personas y quizás un poco más. Quizás 15 al año. Gratuitamente. Las donaciones son dadas a Canopy por eh, Inpink, que significa una corporación de puras mujeres que están dando para el, la, el cáncer de la mama. Ellas dan eh, todo tipo de recursos de, desde eh, mamogramas gratis y atención. Entonces, ellos están dando donaciones grandes. También tienen personas eh, en silencio que son donadores anónimos que no puede ella desglosar de o puede decirlo, pero son donadores anónimos que creen en el trabajo que el Canopy está haciendo y también tienen lo que se llaman actividades de, de recaudación de fondos para pacientes anónimos. O sea, significa, recogen fondos, hacen fiestas, hacen, pero todo va al Canopy. El Canopy administra ese dinero para que usted o su familiar, si tiene cáncer, usted pueda abrir la puerta del Canopy, entrar, ser atendido, se le den los recursos que usted necesita para continuar su vida y poder vivir, sobrevivir el cáncer o morir con dignidad y respeto, ¿ok? Eso es lo que el Canopy quiere para usted. Así que le aplaudo al Canopy y a Memoria Germán de Woodlands, porque Memoria Germán de Woodlands agarró y dijo, ven acá, esta institución cabe sobre, mi, mi, sobre lo que es el estándar de Memoria Germán de Woodlands y ellos, junto con una diseñadora privada, 
si ustedes vieran cómo es ese lugar, ese lugar usted entra y yo tendría que quizás tomar fotos para que usted viera. Es una casa, una pequeña casa con una recepción, tienen cafetería, tienen sillas, tienen un gimnasio, tienen, tienen cuartos para reunión, tienen un lugar donde la mujer si tiene cáncer y quiere tener una, una peluca, puede conseguir una peluca gratis. O sea, ellos todo lo hacen gratuitamente, señores. Les traigo y les dedico este show para que sepan que la señora Herrera está allí. Y la señora Linda quería que ustedes sepan que existe esto, para que ya no sean 10.000 casualidades, sino que sean 20.000 salvados, 20.000 sobrevivientes de cáncer, para que ustedes vayan y pidan asistencia, y conociendo y educándose sobre qué es lo que tienen que comer, qué es lo que no tienen que comer, qué radiación o qué no radiación, qué quimioterapia o qué medicina, ellos lo pueden guiar en su idioma. Because I guess you have Spanish speakers as well, am I right? Exactly. Hasta eso, en su propio idioma pueden educarlo para que usted pueda tomar la decisión de lo que usted quiere hacer con su cuerpo. Si es un niño o una niña o una adulta, puedan tomar decisiones sobre lo que van a hacer, sobre el cuidado. Y que el, la paciente pueda sobrevivir el cáncer o pueda morir dignamente atendida. Eso es lo que Canopy quiere con ustedes. Any other things that you would like to talk about? Because I'm pretty sure that I have said mostly the brains of it, but am I missing something? Um, I'd like to dive a little deeper into our programs. And also, um, I know, as you stated, you just have to walk in and feel it, right, and see what our center has to offer because it's just so beautiful and comforting and cozy because we didn't want it to look clinical. Exactly. Um, I think one of our guests captures it beautifully um i overheard her in my office is behind the reception in some way so i can kind of hear things that are going on and i overheard a guest tell another survivor when i come to canopy i can finally breathe and it's oh just i'm like God. yes that's that's what it is that's exactly Dice what que ella quiere is. decir algo para que ustedes entiendan qué tan fuerte va a hablar sobre diferentes programas pero me le pregunté qué qué más quería decir me dice que ella se sentó en la oficina de ella está detrás de la recepción y ella escuchó una de las pacientes que está trabajando en Canopy, que está allí, hablar con una persona que está comenzando. Y le dijo, cuando yo vengo a Canopy, yo puedo finalmente respirar. Esa es la manera por la cual un paciente de cáncer puede actualmente sentirse. Hay paz y hay amor y hay, hay de todo en ese lugar. Ok, we're going to talk about the, the what is it, you have like, 45 programs, yeah, right? And I'll just generally go through, go through them. So, them. I can, uh -huh. so we have general exercise, yoga, tai chi, pilates, zumba, um, meditation. We also have nutrition classes and support every single week. We have, um, we also teach Spanish virtually okay. four days a week. Tienen este yoga, tienen todos los que son ejercicios generales. Zumba, yoga, todo lo que usted pueda buscar ahí tienen ejercicios gratuitos, okay? Tienen un gimnasio equipado, okay? Eh, you said you had the other one was what? what Nutrition. it was? La nutricionista. Tienen una nutricionista especificada. Usted son una, saca, una, saca una fecha, una cita con ella. Ella le dice lo que usted va a comer y lo que no puede comer y usted puede mantenerse al ritmo de lo que puede comer para que no le cause más cáncer o más células cancerosas. Go ahead. We also have our oncology social work counselor, so she provides counseling to uh, survivors and caregivers. Okay, dice que tiene 
una, una persona que se encarga de dar este eh, tipo de apoyo psicológico, una consejera que se encarga de hablar con los pacientes, las familiares de los pacientes y las personas que cuidan al paciente, porque esas personas también necesitan ayuda. Y eso es lo más bonito. O sea, que si usted tiene un niño con cáncer, usted puede llegar allí y llorar con la consejera y decirle, no puedo más. Y la consejera le va a ayudar. Así está la situación. So, basically, caregivers are able to go in and ask for assistance because caregivers are the ones that leave Absolutely. the most. You, you know, you're seeing your loved one deteriorating, deteriorating, and, deteriorating, and you cannot but cry, and you cannot but, you know, and you have so many feelings. Talking to that, 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 that you know, advisor, that person that will send, right. send her to them and they will guide them. That's and that, so cool. that actually um, leads me to my next point, which is our support groups. So we have a caregiver support group specifically oh. for caregivers. We have a widow support group. Okay. Tienen un grupo de soporte para las personas que cuidan a pacientes de cáncer. Tienen un grupo de soporte para las viudas de personas de cáncer. Uh, stage four cancer support. Tienen este, un grupo de soporte para los pacientes que tienen Cáncer número 4, que es el peor. Ya cuando te dicen 4, ya realmente no hay nada por hacer. Breast cancer support, head and neck cancer support. Tiene un grupo de soporte para, el, para las mujeres con cáncer de mama y para personas con cáncer en el cerebro. And then we also have general cancer support in English and Spanish. Y tienen clases de español. <laughs> y tienen clases también en inglés y en español sobre cáncer en general soportes y, y, y eso es that's magnificent we, magnificent we also have a cancer orientation for newly diagnosed patients and caregivers that's held once a month it's the first Wednesday of the month and it's led by our nurse and social work counselor. the first Wednesday of the month the first okay Wednesday también tienen lo que se llaman a las personas que le acaban de diagnosticar cáncer si usted sabe de una persona que acaba de, de acaban de diagnosticar cáncer ellos hacen lo que se llama un intake un entrenamiento el tercer mes el tercer miércoles del mes usted llega y la enfermera oncóloga se reúne con el grupo y usted le, le guían cómo recibir la noticia, cómo aceptarla, qué es lo que usted tiene que hacer. Todo se lo guían en ese momento y vale la pena. Wow. We also have art therapy programs uh, in addition to our wig and prosthesis salon that you mentioned. So. Okay. Tienen eh, clases de arte como terapia para pacientes. Y también tienen lo que se llama un centro de prestigio. Que donde te ponen, es como donde tú, tú vas y si tú tuviste quimioterapia o radiación, usualmente se te cae el cabello. Hay mujeres que pierden su autoestima cuando esto pasa. Entonces Canopy le dice, ven, te voy a poner bonita. Y le ponen una peluca. Uh -huh. Le dan su peluca, le ayudan a peinarse, le ayudan a, a, a todo, a cómo, cómo moderarse. You guys do the ones that are loose to breast. You guys have the implants, that like the temporal implants. We have the prosthesis. The prosthesis. Right? prosthesis uh -huh. We do. And we also have what are called, we partner with an organization called Knitted Knockers. Knitted so, Knockers. So uh, for those that you have to be healed after, you know, six to weeks, six to eight weeks after your mastectomy mm -hmm. and in order to be fitted for a prosthesis. And um, we offer knitted knockers before. The prosthesis are the ones that are like, If They're I, silicone, and so they, they actually they go into a mastectomy in, bra. Bra again. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, so basically when they ha they have to heal first on their wounds completely, and mm -hmm. then they 
they have to be fitted and then they do the surgery for them again. So, well, no. for patients that are eligible, because not everybody's eligible for reconstruction. Oh, yeah. some of them are eligible, some of them, some are, them are not. not. Right. But let's say you have your three weeks post-treatment and you have a wedding or you have somewhere that you need to be and you just want a little bit of normalcy. You can come to us anyway and we'll provide what are called knitted knockers. I know it's a little bit of a funny name, but they're um, a knitted uh, breast form that's filled with um, cotton stuffing uh -huh. and you can put them right in a camisole or pin them to your shirt and it's just it'll, it'll get you through until you can be fitted for a prosthesis. Okay, dicen que tienen también la, la parte de lo que se llama las prótesis las prótesis eh, para pacientes de cáncer sobre todo de mama eh, hay mujeres que sí pueden tener una reconstrucción hay mujeres que no pueden tener reconstrucción y las que no tienen reconstrucción tienen unas, unos, 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 unas, este, vamos a decir, unos rellenos de brasier que van y que y ya se los dan para que supongamos que usted no va a tener, no va a poder tener una reconstrucción, pero necesita sentirse normal en su vida, ir a una fiesta o algo y sentir que usted tiene un brasier puesto y ponérselos, ellas también pueden calificar para eso mediante una organización que les provee eso a, a ellos. Oh my God, this is very, very deep. Thank you. So you have, we, and then, um, the, there's, the, what is the, can you tell me, do you have a, a different amount of men or women or kids? What, what is it that the amounts or, or the ages that you usually mm -hmm. receive and things like that? So, um, our, we become we've become a lot more diverse. I think over the last few years post COVID um, or post pandemic. Exactly. Uh, we offer a men's lunch, okay. so we have about 15 to 20 gentlemen that come on a monthly basis. Um, they, you know, men can receive support differently. Exactly. Um, but we are expanding expanding our programs for men. Um, the majority of population that we see are women between 40 and 70. Okay. Um, but we've noticed a lot more diversity coming in with some younger parents um, that are parents of small children uh, that are being diagnosed with cancer. So we also partner with an organization called Wonders and Worries. Wonders and Worries. Okay, perfect. So that is an organization of child life specialists that are dedicated to providing support to children of parents with cancer. Okay, dice que durante la pandemia y más adelante han cambiado, han tenido que ser más diversos. Eh, la, 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 lo que es ser diverso es cambiar todo el tipo de accesibilidad. Usualmente se hace una cosa de un lado, pero cuando cambia la pandemia todo cambió. Entonces, ahora está viendo que hay un incremento, hay un, hay un launch para hombres. Los hombres van una vez al mes, se sientan y conversan, y, y porque al hombre para poder tratarlo sobre cáncer de la próstata o un tipo de cáncer, al hombre hay que, hay que hablarle diferente a lo que a una mujer se le habla, ¿verdad? Entonces también ve que ha incrementado muchos padres jóvenes que vienen para poder entender lo que es el cáncer en los niños, el cáncer en los menores. Y el niño no lo entiende, pero el padre tiene que entender por qué radiación o qué tipo de químico se le está dando al niño y cómo poder ayudarlo para que el niño o se mejore o muera como debe de ser con dignidad. ¿Qué es lo que pueden hacer para mantener al niño lejos del dolor, lejos del estrés y poder ellos también entender que es una pérdida física la que van a tener. Entonces, estos padres van donde Canopy para que Canopy los abrace, de embrace them, los abrace y les dé amor, guía, cariño, respeto, 
unidad, recursos, todo eso lo está dando Canopy. You guys are amazing. Thank you. Our community is amazing. Thank you. Ah, you're gonna be my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> really, it's, 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 it's just really, really, really something that I know now that I'm giving out this information. And there's so many people that are thought, you know, Canopy is gonna be expensive. I'm not able to have closest friends with cancer that mm -hmm. I'm able to tell them, no, you need to go out, walk them in. You bring them, um, yeah. Bring them in so they can be feel, they can feel better about themselves, you know? And, uh, and they will be able to understand what's going on in their lives. Absolutely. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure having you anytime. My doors are open anytime. Thank you for having me, Jenny. This I know that you guys are very sh uh, quiet in the community in some of the things, but there's a lot of people that know you. And that's why I said, you know, something I need to bring you. I, since day one, I've been trying to bring you, and I know there's a lot of work that you're doing behind uh, that. And then thank you to the staff that is behind the scenes, all the volunteers that are giving their two, three hours, six hours, 20 hours. We have the best team. Thank you so much, because this is a worldwide sickness. And if you, we don't have canopy, we, I wish to have canopies everywhere in the world. If that's able to be done, that'll be amazing. I agree. Uh, thank 100%. you so much for your presentation, you for, for your work. And you know my contact. We're sister security, so we know each other. <laughs> so anything that you need from me, you're able to work to, to get it. Uh, ¿Qué les puedo decir? Dándole las gracias que, y le digo yo a ella que deberían haber 20,000 canopies. 20,000. Porque el cáncer ha acabado con la humanidad. Y lo digo personalmente. Tengo mucha familia y muchos amigos con cáncer. Si no ayudamos a esas personas a entender lo que pasa por su cuerpo y si no las ayudamos a darle los servicios, se nos mueren más rápido. ¿Qué preferimos? Ayudarlos para poder que ellos entiendan que mediante la salud, la dieta diaria, el ejercicio, la, relax la relajación mental, el de-stress o el quitarle el estrés a la persona, las células cancerosas no vuelven a repetirse. Mientras voluntariarnos a trabajar con ellos, can we volunteer? You're, you're able to get volunteers from the Hispanic community to your center, am I right? Absolutely. Okay. Mm -hmm. Ellos también piden voluntariados. Si usted tiene tiempo para voluntariarse con ellos, en mi webpage puede conseguir la información de, de, de Marcela. Habla en español. Usted llama, quiere voluntariarse, quiere horas, puede hacerlo. Usted quiere ayudar. Usted tiene un familiar con cáncer. Usted tiene una persona que conoce. Por favor, comuníquese con ellos al canopy.org. ¿Ok? Canopy. Se escribe C-A-N-O-P-Y.org. Y lo puede buscar en el Memorial Hermano of the Woodlands, en, 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 wood, en Woodlands, en, la, en el área de Woodlands. Ahí están ellos y a sus órdenes. Gracias nuevamente por estar con nosotros. Ayude a sus seres queridos informándose analizándose y educándose en lo que es el cáncer para poder ayudarlos. Cualquier pregunta me pueden llamar al 832-732-4744. Mis números están abiertos y muchísimas gracias por estar con nosotros. Thank you very much for being with us. Thank you Canopy and Memory Hermano de Woodlands for the great service that you guys are providing. And my doors are open to you all, all the time. Uh, if you guys are needing to get educated in regards to any type of cancers, or if you need to refer anybody, please. All the information is on my webpage. You can reach me at 832-732-4744. We can, I can communicate you with Marcella right away, and she will be able to give you all the needs that you need. Thank you so much, and have a great day.
Hey, this is Jenny from Voces en Acción. We're going to talk about one of our sponsors, First Financial Bank. Are you ready to make your dreams come true in home ownership? The new affordable mortgage program at First Financial Bank can be a great option for you and your family. We're here to help you. Call 936-439-1800. Again, 936-439-1800. And discover how can we assist you. The American dream is at your reach at First Financial Bank, equal housing lender, member FDIC. Hola, les habla Jenny de Voces en Acción. Y hoy vamos a hablar sobre uno de nuestros patrocinadores, First Financial Bank. ¿Listo para hacer realidad su sueño de comprar su propio hogar? El nuevo programa hipotecario de vivienda accesible de First Financial Bank puede ser una opción excelente para usted y su familia. Están a sus órdenes llamando al 936-439-1800. Nuevamente, el número es 936-439-1800 y descubra cómo le pueden asistir. El sueño americano está a su alcance en First Financial Bank. Prestamista de vivienda equitativa, miembro FIDC. Esto fue Voces en Acción, el programa comunitario que informa a nuestra comunidad latina. Voces en Acción, la verdad en acción. Voices in Action, the truth in action. Hasta nuestra próxima edición.